0: You're listening to Hoddle On Daily. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Hoddle On Daily. Looks like we have got ourselves a new season, season two and episode one of that season. And we're also in the year twenty twenty. So we're done with our tweens, and now we are in our twenties for the next ten years. You're listening to Huddle on Daily. So welcome back to all of my listeners that had a little bit of time, a little break. We got into a new year, and hopefully the new year sees all of you in a safe and healthy place. I would say I feel about the same, only when I go to put a date on something, I still find myself putting 19 instead of 20. I heard the other day someone said, Um, Now, of course, we're in the computer age, but if you go to write a check, which I don't know if anybody actually does that anymore, or if you go to sign a contract outside of a computer, make sure that you put the date as a two-digit month, two-digit day, and a four-digit year. So I know we're used to putting 19, don't just put 20, put 2020, I suppose some people some individuals would want to take advantage of the fact that you're just putting 20 and then they could put in whatever date behind that they want to, um, especially when you're looking at contracts. So a little word to, uh, some to think about. Uh, like I said, I'm still on the 19, so the time that I actually get up to putting 20 on everything, then I'll have to train myself to think that way too. So just a little FYI. Our first story comes from DailyHodl.com. The Daily Hodl, of course, that's no relation to myself or this show. It's a website online. Coinbase CEO says 100 million newbies will interact with cryptocurrency in wave of adoption. The next wave of cryptocurrency adopters won't care about the asset class, argues Coinbase CEO Brian Armstrong, they'll arrive because of new innovations from startup companies creating interesting applications. When developers design these platforms and services for crypto only, people will opt in. As a key driver of adoption, new crypto startups are poised to set off a decade where entrepreneurs use crypto to raise money on a global scale while issuing tokens to early adopters of new products, ramping to build global marketplaces that outperform the pace of traditional startups. Rapid growth will create a snowball effect, enticing bigger and bigger players. So to take away from what he is, well, from what the author is saying and from what that CEO is saying, that it's true that... And this is really kind of one of the next stages of growth for crypto is going to be that, um, that technology, as I've said before, not just that um, use of token, but the use of that technology is going to be putting it into the hands of the user and making the user aware of it. And so what better way than to add it to the technology that's already out there whether it be rewards, whether it be sign-up bonuses, or even just as a form of payment, um, it will be the next big wave, just like we started to see in 2019, where the um, the big players in crypto were able to uh, start holding your crypto, and they wanted to pay you um Basically, interest for your crypto, and so this will be the next big thing. Is when all these other companies and the new companies start realizing that we can get everybody interested in it, not by being the quote um, first people in the classroom, but you know the the rest of the class that comes in. Well, we got to get them interested some way. So what we're going to do is we're going to entice them like we entice them with everything else, and we're going to commercialize it probably is what we're looking at. Um, So look forward to that over the next 10 years. I think it'll be here before that, although I do not see a country as the United States or a world completely engaged in crypto or in that technology within 10 years, but I do see it in our everyday, um, uh, definitely uh, within the 10-year time frame. All right, our second story comes from CryptoPotato.com, having to do with a real-world case for adoption. And basically one of the real reasons why Bitcoin itself was started was for not the rich to get richer or for businesses to find ways to receive payments, but for individuals that, um, are in countries or in places that are not able to be banked it's for the unbanked and for individuals where the inflation is so high that their main source of money is too, um, watered down that they can use such things, uh, sources of Bitcoin. That's what this story kind of leads us to. Story from CryptoPotato.com Burger King, Petro, and rising Bitcoin volume. Venezuela might be the leading country in terms of crypto adoption. While most of the world countries, and entities are making slight attempts to enlarge their cryptocurrency adoption, Venezuela might be way ahead. Judging by the past year, the dictatorship country has been quite favorable towards Bitcoin and other digital assets, with increased trading volume and its own cryptocurrency to be used in oil trades. Most recently, the Burger King food chain will allow clients to make purchases with several different cryptos, including Bitcoin, thanks to a partnership with Crypto Buyer. The popular cryptocurrency gateway, Crypto Buyer, recently announced on a new partnership with Burger King Venezuela. Effective immediately, customers can use some of the most popular cryptocurrencies such as Bitcoin, Litecoin, Ethereum, Binance coin, Dash, and Tether to make purchases in one location in the capital Caracas. Dash goes even further, announcing that there will be 40 Burger King locations throughout the whole country that will provide the same payment options. Crypto Buyers CEO also appeared inspired by Venezuela's growth and adopting cryptocurrencies. As a primary method of payment. So he's basically saying, hey, it's ahead of the curve. Yeah, no kidding. Well, when your um, main currency that's being used in that country is like over a million percent, no kidding, uh, inflation, you basically have to start using everything else that you can. And since there's no dollar use down there, you really have to pick up whatever's available. So, yeah, places like Venezuela, I'm sure, will take the lead. I'm who knows how long it'll take for a country like Argentina. Um, of course, China is coming out with their version of of a crypto centralized uh, currency sometime this year. Supposedly, they're working on it. They're going to filter it. Supposedly, down through their. Um, retailers or the uh, big companies. And um, so we'll see how that goes with them as well, because they're basically going to push their citizens to, to use that in the end as well. I think that probably one thing that that story um, does leave out, it talks about um, other countries in the world um, starting adoption. I would also add to that um, accumulation um, a lot of the countries and big companies in the world are still accumulating. So after they are done at that point in time, um, then I think we're going to see a lot more adoption pushed. The country uh, in the story uh, is is pushing so much for different cryptos because of the um, in Venezuela, uh, they're pushing so much because. Like I stated before, their currency is nothing. And um, so they, you know, not being able to use the dollar, they have to fall back on something. So that's kind of a, a necessity. That's why they're even doing that. But I think you'll see as um, two different factors come along. As soon as more is accumulated, then adoption will fall in place with a lot. Of the other countries in the world And then as soon as uh, Not just China and Russia And places like that But as soon as the technology is mastered By some of those countries And the central banks As soon as that comes into play And they realize how much cheaper it is For them to not only Distribute um, Those new currencies But also to be able to control it um, You'll see a big push towards the use and adoption. And that basically also ties in then to the first story that um, we discussed, which is the fact that they're seeing within 10 years, Well, of course is going to be a pretty decent amount of adoption because they're not going to push it on you. They're going to entice you with it. So that technology will be used, um, multiple ways in order to get into your life, which isn't a bad thing. It's just be honest about it. Come out and let people know that this is a good thing. This is something that we could move towards and, you know, be upfront about it. All right. That's going to be all for this episode. And I thank you. I thank you very much for your time because you are giving me something that is irreplaceable when you listen to my podcast and I am very grateful and thankful for that. If you ever want to follow me outside of this podcast, you can follow me on Twitter, Pinterest. You know, it's out there. It's available. If not, and Twitter I'm most active on Twitter, by the way. I push a lot of the other stories that I see. I'll I'll tweet those out. Sometimes I'll put I put my my version of it out there with, with a couple words, but not usually like I do on the podcast. But I appreciate you. I'm grateful that you're here with me in this new year. And I hope that 2020 is an awesome year for you and the ones that are in your life and your loved ones. And I'll talk to you soon.